Welcome to the Art of Greatness podcast. My name is June Allen from JuneAllen.net and I teach black women how to heal from addiction to self-hate with racial sobriety and personal empowerment. The information shared on this podcast is for educational purposes. It's based on my experiences and is shared in good faith. So always consult your licensed mental health professional before applying any of the suggestions from me in this podcast. The vision is to help you heal and build your blackalicious life. Now on with the show. Greetings, greetings family, June Allen here. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. So today's topic, um, I wanted to talk about that quote, that phrase, life's too short. Um, it's been, it's been, I've heard it quite a lot, quite recently. Um, there's been uh, a string of uh, high profile deaths um, and also, um, I have three people that are close to me that are very unwell. Um, and so this term, you know, life's too short, keeps being, you know, it's being kind of thrown around as being spoken about quite a lot. So it's just made me think about what that means to me and... And also just kind of what I've seen other people's experience of it means. And so I just wanted to share some reflections on the whole concept of life's too short. Um, So it kind of gives me an opportunity to kind of break down, um, you know, the different, different contexts of what it means for me personally. And also to help anyone else that's out there that's hearing this term as well and thinking that it's, it's, it's just one certain way, um, but just kind of giving you permission to kind of think about it in, in, a bit, in a lot more broader terms and then obviously making choices and deci- decisions about how you interpret it, um, it, it, you know, in a space that's, that's kind of right for you. So, um, yeah, so I'm just going to dive into the three reflections. Um, and the first thing is, obviously, the one that's most common is, you know, it's about making amends, making amends, um, you know, making peace with people, maybe that you haven't spoken to for ages or you've fallen out for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, it's about, you know, making things right making things right with those people. Um, you know, especially if you know, there may be, maybe there's something that you've done to that person, the, you know, the way that you've impacted that relationship that's become unmanageable, maybe toxic or whatever it is. There are things that maybe you've done to other people and you just, you know, you've just allowed the relationship to kind of die for whatever reason, um, or maybe that other person's upset you for whatever reason and you've not, you've just not been in contact with them. You know, this this uh, first reflection is about making amends to those people that you've hurt, making amends to around certain situations um, that are not right. Um, and so absolutely, you know, I think that 
one of the things for me that's that's come up is you know thinking that when you when you hear this phrase it really is it does make you think about your own mortality it makes you think about gosh well what you know to not take each day for granted and to not take people for granted and and so it's important to have that reflection around you know well what is going on in my relationships what is going on you know, with myself, the relationship with myself, the relationship with my child, the relationship with my friends, what is all of that stuff about? And, you know, are there ways that, you know, that I can begin to nourish those friendships and, and you know, in a way that's, that's, that's just nourishing, that's healthy um, and not coming from a place of, um, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. It's just like, you know, living in your values, living in your values and saying, okay, well, if this person really is important to me, what am I doing that's going to nourish that relationship? Um, so the first one, kind of making amends and making peace and, and kind of standing in, you know, what you want your legacy to be is so important, is really, really important. Um, so yeah, so that's number one. Number two is a little bit more complex. Um, and what I would say is, you know, be mindful of who is actually saying it, who's actually telling you that life is too short, you know, and whether we want to have this conversation or not, you know, this conversation is, is difficult because, you know, there are people out there, if you've got a challenging relationship with certain people and they're telling you that, you know, they might be just be saying that to you um, to manipulate you into doing something that works for them but not for you. To give you an example, um, the recent death of uh, Kobe and his daughter, the American uh, baseball um, player, um, just recently died in a, in a helicopter crash. Um, I remember seeing, well, I, I saw in quite a lot of Facebook groups, some of the uh, Facebook groups that I'm in around therapy and people were saying that, you know, people were throwing the phrase, you know, life's too short around them. And what they, the, and the reason why the girls in the group were so distressed was because these were people who had been abusive to them. These were people that weren't very kind to them and they were using... Kobe's death um, as an opportunity to manipulate them to step back into situations that were unsafe, to step back into situations where, you know, well, you need to play the game, you know, it was an unconscious, well, you need to play the game, you need to keep quiet, you need to do what we say, because life is too short. And it was just used as, you know, as, as a way to kind of abuse, to, as, as a way to emotionally abuse these, these, um, these women. Um, and I think, you know, this situation, it is difficult. It is difficult because sometimes people say it, obviously sometimes they say, you know, the intention is, is there. They're saying it for the right, for the, for the reasons that are, you know, good intent. But the reality is, um, you know, for those girls, for, and for, for people that have struggled in relationships, um, they do need to to be mindful of who is saying that, who is telling you that life is, is too short and why they're saying it. 
Um, and just to also be truthful with yourself in that, you know, even though these people are saying life's too short, they're not really in a position to tell you that because obviously your experience of them, your experience of them is going to, is going to be, you know, is going to be what you, how you make that decision about how you engage in that relationship again, if you choose to engage in that relationship again. So it is about being mindful about who's telling you that life is too short. Is that person being trustworthy? Has that person, you know, does that person have a track track record of not showing up in the relationship with you? Um, and, it, you know, when things get difficult, you know, that's not a reason to make yourself in, unsafe. You know, and that's number three. The third reflection is, you know, life is too short to compromise your mental health. Life is too short to compromise your well-being. And, you know, when things get difficult, you know, we can sometimes go back into that fantasy of, of, oh, you know, well, maybe things will be different this time. Maybe this person will be different. Maybe that person will be different. Maybe, maybe I will be seen. Maybe they will understand. And I think it's when things get difficult is the time for you to really hold on to your mental health, to really hold on to your well-being and taking care of yourself and this is the this is the time when reaching out to a therapist reaching out to a recovery group reaching out to your fellows reaching out to your allies this is the time when you are really going to need those spaces you know um this is the time when those spaces are really going to be needed because your emotions are going to be all over the place emotions are going to be all over the place and um, and so there are going to be, you're going to need spaces where you are going to need to share your feelings and understand how to ground yourself, how to ground yourself and make decisions that are not going to put you in spaces that feel unsafe with people that just don't have the tools or the listening to be able to give you what you need in those circumstances. Um and just be prepared, you know, just be prepared to show up. You know, your inner parent, your inner parent has to be ready to show up for your inner child. You know, life is too short to compromise your mental health. And people, so people often forget about that and they kind of throw that out the window and, and focus on number one, thinking that they should have to you know, go and make peace with people, you know, that were, that were just, they're just inappropriate to be around, you know, but somehow we get guilted into, uh, especially when it's family, especially when it, when it comes to family, we can feel guilty about certain choices that we've made. And then we feel like we need to go back and do all these things. And, and you don't have to, you can still be compassionate you can still be compassionate to what's happening inside the family without actually making yourself unsafe. And that's okay. But in order to sit comfortably inside the life is too short, you've really got to understand what your own boundaries are around those situations and then take, do the next right thing. You've got to understand where your own boundaries are. 
And you're only going to understand where your boundaries are by having those conversations within the safe spaces. Having those conversations with the therapist, having those conversations with with your allies that are going to help you to unpick. Because quite often your head is going to be all over the place. Your head is going to be all over the place. And that that pull, that 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 pull to kind of go back into situations that may not be good for you or the fantasy i would say the fantasy that's 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 you know that's going to pull you back into certain things is not going to is very strong is very strong and it's for your inner ally to keep hold of your inner child's hand to keep hold of your inner child's hand and it's about you know the last thing that i would say about this whole thing about life's too short is just kind of expanding a bit more on what i was saying in number one about legacy um and when you think about life being too short don't just think about legacy in terms of material things think about what your emotional legacy is going to be the emotional legacy that you have with yourself with your children with your family, all of that kind of stuff. What is your emotional legacy going to be? Is it going to be one of truth? Is it going to be one of denial? Is it going to be one of people pleasing? Or is it going to be one of self-love and integrity? How are you going to be remembered? How are you going to show up in your life? that is going to build a legacy that is going to be one of integrity and truth. And that, that's, a t- that's a tough one because sometimes standing in your truth and standing in your integrity means that you're going to piss other people off. You're going to upset other people. You know, and this is something that I've had to deal with. This is something that I've had to deal with throughout doing this work. It's been an incredibly painful journey from one of coming out of denial from when I went into recovery and first speaking the truth to myself. And, you know, wanting to speak to speak my truth to other people, but you know, you can't always expect other people to hear your truth because sometimes they're not ready for it. Or sometimes they don't have the tools to be able to deal with it. Truth is one thing. Truth is one thing, but dealing with, uh, Dealing with the truth or dealing with the consequences of speaking your truth is something else altogether. So sometimes the most compassionate thing you you can do for those people that are not ready to hear the truth is just not to speak it to them. You have to speak your truth to those who are willing to listen. That can be your witness. And sometimes it's not the people that it's not the people that hurt you that can hear you for their own reasons. For whatever reason, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means that they, they don't have the tools, they don't have the skills to be able to hear the truth. Hearing the truth means being able to take action around it. And not everybody, not everybody is ready for that. And you have to be willing to accept that you may not get the closure that you need. You may not get the outcome that you, that you think you need from certain people in order for you to feel at peace. And that, you know, that, that means you... I just want to remind you that you don't have to give away your power in that way in order to for you to go through your healing process. You don't have to give away that power because that's what you do when you're waiting for somebody else 
to say something or do something or to be something in order for you to feel good about yourself, that means you're giving away your power to that people, to that person. It means you're giving away your power to that person. And whether you're talking about family members, whether you're talking about, um, you know, past relationships, whether you're talking about white supremacy or whatever, you give away your power when you're expecting other people to behave a certain way. And life is too short for that. Life is too short for that. The thing that is painful, but also a blessing in having, you know, those, those people around me that are unwell means that I, you know, I have to look at what I'm doing. I have to look at my own behaviour. I have to look at my own, where I am in terms of legacy. And I'm also looking at my own mortality. And, you know, it makes you think, you know, is this the right thing to do? Am I, is this relationship, you know, conducive to who I am? Um, am I being compassionate to those who don't have the listening or that don't have the talk? Am I being compassionate to them or am I judging them? How can I keep myself safe? How can I still stand in my integrity, how can I continue to serve, but also, you know, think about how, uh, how I behave impacts others, you know, because life is, like, you think about the intention as well, it's being clear about what my intention is, Think about what my intention is around everything that I do, around every aspect of, of my, my life. And, you know, this is, the, this is the difficult thing about getting older, isn't it? You know, when you're young, you just think you're invincible. But when you get older and you start seeing people around you getting sick and parents, you know, become unwell and, and all of that kind of stuff it's it's you know it jolts you out of the fantasy around you know humans being invincible and you know life is fragile life is fragile and you know this isn't a rehearsal so you know what I'd like to leave you with is when you think about life is too short, don't just think about it in the context of making everything right with other people just for the sake of it. Don't just think about the kumbaya conversations. Think about your truth. Think about your truth and your legacy and your well-being. You know, once you're standing in the truth of who you are, of where you want to be, of what you need, then it's easier for you to make decisions about what you want to do as a result of thinking about life being too short, thinking about the fragility of life, thinking about the fragility of relationships and what it means to be human, what it means to be a mother. You know, as a as a mother, it's um, it can be one of the most painful, but also one of the most amazing things, 
because I know that I've, you know, I've, um, throughout the work that I've done on myself, I've, I've had an impact on, or I've broken um, patterns of behaviour um, in my family that, that, you know, that have been painful, painful things that have been passed passed down from the slave plantations. I, I, that's one of the things that I am really proud of myself in doing that. But at the same time, there's still work to do. There's still work to do. There are still ways that I, you know, that I continue to not believe in myself. And, you know, as much as I, as work that I do on this stuff, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, there was still work for me to do. There was still deeper ways that I can love myself. There are still deeper ways that I can love my daughter. And when I think about that term, life is too short. You know, I know that that's what sitting deeper in my truth means. It means having a deeper love for myself and allowing myself to experience life, not just from the vulnerability of my blackness, but also a celebration of my greatness as a human being, as a spiritual being, having a human experience. Life is too short. Life is too short for me to sit in fear of what may or may not be. Life is too short for me to, to be attached to the outcome or to be in fear of the outcome. The fragility of life means that it's more important than ever for me to stand up in my greatness, for me to show up as a mother, for me to show up in this work, for me to show up in my relationships, and to just let go of those, of those people, places and things that just do not honour, do not honour truth. It's tiring. It's tiring sitting in that place of denial or sitting in that place of fantasy, sitting in that place of having to deny myself with, you know, in, in, in circles of people that just that, that don't have the tools. Life's too short for that. Life's too short for that. It's time to step out of the denial and step into the truth and to live that truth in a way that's compassionate, fearless and free. Life's too short, family. What is your legacy going to be? What is your legacy going to be? That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I don't take for granted that you, you take the time to allow me to be part of your healing process. Um, have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Bye. Greetings. Thank you so much for joining me on the Yard of Greatness podcast today. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like more information about anything that was shared, then you can check out the show notes. There's also details about where you can find free tools to nurture your racial wellness. Also, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can find details there. Have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.